Stuff to get off my chest today. <laughs> well, let's just roll right into it then. Welcome to the show, you guys. It is episode something seven of the Free Pizza and Vodka Podcast. Vaughn Joseph and comedian Jonas Garvin. It is halftime week. Yeah, six seconds till the half. This, this <laughs> game is like watching fucking professional bowling. Boring as hell, so well, I'm did... thinking actually uh, going to the red zone or something like that. Uh, my picks are doing crap. Your Lions aren't helping me out. No, the Lions aren't um, helping anybody out this week so far. Jacksonville didn't help me out at all. Uh, maybe it's because, you know, they're not used to the time change. And, and again, that's another game in London. we got to play like one a week there now? What's going on? We'll do four games here. Take it easy. Take it easy. Sometimes only three, and they did that one in Mexico. So I think that was the fourth one. Well, you know, you play in L.A., it's like playing in Mexico. And speaking of which... Yesterday, we're walking around. We took the dog out and everything, walking down Sunset, dude. And there's just, like, a crazy amount of, like, fat white people here right now in Hollywood. Like, I, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Hmm. The Packers are playing here today in L.A. Oh, okay. So all the cheeseheads are here um, <laughs> in Hollywood walking around. I mean, they don't walk very far because they get winded pretty easy. But, oh, like, you can, you can, like, hear them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like... No, I will say, they, the Packer fans are cool, because when we were in Lambeau last year for the Bear-Packer game, um, they're, they're great fans. They're a lot of fun. But you know what? They dish it out just as much as I give it to them. But, yeah, they're they're not a uh, they're not a, um, a, a kale salad tofu people. Not a health-conscious com- uh, group of people, huh? No, they're, 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 like, it's funny because, like, all the hotels on Sunset, they're all booked up with all these Packer fans because they're here to see the Rams. But what's funny is, like, the exercise rooms in all these hotels have never been more empty. Like, there's <laughs> nobody on the You guys going to take that from like, this guy, um, uh, Wisconsin? He's calling you guys fat, man. What's up? They, they, dude, have you been there? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Like, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of big people in Wisconsin. But, you know, have you had their food? I know why. Because we were there last September. Every place you go... Even the salad bar has, like, bratwurst and cheese on it. And I think that's all they had. Like, it's, it's a salad bar, but that's all that is, is, is sausage and cheese and, uh, and lots of beer. You don't see a lot of uh, – not a, not a cocktail people uh, in Wisconsin. It was just, like, a lot of beer and a lot of shots. Yeah, they're, not they're a lot very uh, beer-driven. You know, I remember oh that God, from Laverne and Shirley. The greatest beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and they got some great beer there. But, I mean, it's like, you know, you come to – LA or you go to Chicago or even you know Detroit, New York, whatever, people are, are having mixed drinks and margaritas and Bloody Mary and stuff like that. Mm. Wisconsin, dude, it's just beer. Oh, more keep, beer. Keeping it simple. More beer. Keeping it simple up there. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Um, yeah, so uh, if I could bring up real quick, uh, um, they were doing, because the Bears are playing the Jets right now, right? So there's always that New York versus Chicago thing, and they bring it up with the pizza. Right, yep. uh, which is better, Chicago deep dish or New York thin crust? Mm-hmm. And um, to me, you can't compare the two different. It's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need to compare deep dish to other deep dish. I'm stealing that line from my chick. She came up with that this morning, all on her own. But uh, <laughs> you can't compare. Like sometimes I want to go to the Rainbow and get some thin crust pizza. Right. Sometimes I want to go to Masa, get some Chicago deep dish, or, you know, I'm in Chicago, get some deep dish. 
But I'll tell you what, dude, to me, my favorite pizza, since it is the free pizza and vodka uh, podcast, um, I mean, besides the awesome pizza we had at the Viper in that one night, but <laughs> to me is is Midwest-style pizza, where mm. it's it's a thin crust with like eight inches of toppings and 900 pounds of cheese cut to squares. Do mm. you not agree? Uh, no, I don't agree. I think the best way to make it um, is the way that Detroit started making it. And I believe it was in the 1950s or 60s when they started doing this. Maybe a little bit later. I'm not really sure. I'm not a historian. But um, what they do is instead of putting the cheese on top of the sauce. Like people thought you were a historian. People are like, oh, shit. I had no idea. You, were, you didn't have a master's in history. Hey, from I'm, from, I'm from Detroit. I'm not a Detroit historian is what I'm saying. Anyway, don't, don't interrupt my flow. God damn it. All right. So um, they put the sauce on top of the cheese. So the cheese isn't on top of the sauce. You see what I'm saying? So it's 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 a whole different style of making the pizza. But I agree with you. Well, on that's the way Chicago deep dish is. Is is the, the everything's on top, right? And then the sauce goes on top. Mm. So you're saying they make like a regular pizza, but then they put the sauce on top of the cheese? Yeah. There's no really. Uh, yeah, the cheese is uh, is the is the base. Not everywhere does it, but there was a, that was a style that was that was in, that was uh, innovated in Detroit. Back in the well, day. you know, if I, if I may quote uh, Stephen Baldwin from the movie Threesome, uh, pizza's like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. You know, I mean, I've never, like, I mean, I, I, I we eat pizza anywhere, anytime. And the thing is, to me, if you make a shitty pizza, yeah. like, if you go to a place and you, and you have their pizza and it's bad, it's like, you just, you need to pack it in and stop because decent pizza is very easy to make well a lot of places will make um, bad pizza that place shakey's makes shit pizza and that place is always cracking dude no, you go no, there wait, right hold now. on take that back take that back because here's Man. the deal i bet you've only had their pizza at bunch of lunch right at what at the bunch of lunch you get the, the lunch buffet oh, i don't know i don't know i've it, only been there it's a different pizza than you get if you order the pizza to, to go or you get it there shakey's pizza is good all right and the potatoes and the fried chicken is good next time i'm in la I'll bypass all. It's right down the street. I know. We'll go down there. All and right. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, Shakey's Pizza's good. But if you get the bunch of lunch, which is like, we no, just, that's we probably just what I was like a month ago, hun. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because just it, had that. to me, even she said the pizza tastes different at bunch of lunch. I think they just mass produce a bunch of pizzas because it's mm. a bunch of kids after soccer practice. Right, right, right. So it's it's not as good as their regular homemade pizza. But Shakey's Pizza's good. But it's, you know, who's got really kick ass pizza in LA that I'm just getting into now? Um, Barney's mm. has really good pizza. Mm. Even more so, the past few times I've had it, it's been. I just had Rainbow Pizza on Thursday. I love the Rainbow. You know this. Uh, I live in there, kind of. Not like Lemmy, but like I, you know, <laughs> I frequent the place. You know, they know me. But Barney's Pizza to me, I don't know. It's like take it, and then I tell you, you've got a better pizza than that. Is the Sidewalk Cafe in Venice? Their pizza's freaking phenomenal. But you don't know that because you're only there to have breakfast and eat fruit and and go to Muscle Beach and act like a jack-off tourist. But I'm just telling you. See, in the whole course of this, I'm trying to pick up a sponsor. Is what I'm trying to do. Right. Is I'm going to keep giving shots out to all these LA pizza places <laughs> and see if I can just get one. Not even to like donate money. Just give me like two free slices every Sunday while I'm doing the show, and we'll <laughs> mention you 500 times. Hilarious. So and I'm trying um, to get a vodka sponsor too. Let's get into get into the news here because you guys got some stuff going on back back there in the uh, good old U.S. of A. So um, there's there's some stuff to talk about. Um, well, I, I, I guess we could start with the most most recent issue that I want to go in on. It's not trying to be like a serious podcast or nothing today, but I just want to touch on a few things. This uh, this guy shooting up this synagogue yesterday. 
killed what eleven people in Pittsburgh. What's the what's what's the deal with that? What's the news on that? I'm only just what? seeing well, my I, feed today. You know, so. I you know, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tread lightly because, um, you know, as you well know, the Jews run the entertainment business. So, I'm just gonna err on the side of caution here and be like, you know, that was wrong, bad, not cool. Uh, hopefully, I get a call back this week for that uh, <laughs> sitcom uh, at at Milovitz, Milovitz, and Warstein casting that I went to this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking it's we've gotten so numb to it over here. It's completely insane when you think about it. I mean, you you're you guys, numb to eleven people at, getting killed right now over there. That's uh, the sentiment. Dude, we're just numb to these shootings. People it's are, disgusting how yeah. how how it's become over here. This this gun nut culture and. Dude, you know, I'm coming at this as a gun owner myself. Like, I go shooting often. I own a ton of guns. Mm. But the, the, the problem I have is why is there no middle ground? Why is there no, like, it's these, these crazy wacko Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second Amendment. It's like, look, motherfucker, not everybody should be packing a freaking gun. And the thing is, like, we're just... It's it, you see it on the news. Eleven people shot in the synagogue in a, in a mass shooting, and then they're like, you know, and the weather in San Diego is going to be. It's like we're just it's America, and it's really disgusting what's happening over here. And I just don't understand why there is no, um, there is no middle ground. There has to be. I don't understand it. You know, I mean, it, it it's if you know you got these people that just are blatantly, oh, guns, 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 Second Amendment, Second. I'm like, come on, man, like. You know, it's it, it, the fact that it was written, like, what, 250 years ago or whatever? Hmm. Uh, when it was muskets? <laughs> you know? I was watching and, some you know, comedian the other day, and he was pretending to have like gone back in time, or or I don't I don't remember what the setup was, but he was talking to um, one of the founding fathers, and he's like, "Dude, you guys still go by that?" <laughs> he's like, "We wrote that shit hundreds of years ago. You're supposed to update that, you know? You're not supposed to." Yeah, no. It's, it's, <laughs> well, what's funny is you, is you got these these wacko gun nuts that. They have an excuse for fucking everything. Like, well, it says the Second Amendment. I have the right to bear arms. And I was like, but well, did you read the, the other part of it where it says, as to support a well-regulated militia? So join the fucking service if you really want to play with guns. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you got people like, oh, Second Amendment. Uh, I, I, I need my 40-round my clip for my AR-15 for hunting. Wait, really? You need a 40-round fucking clip for hunting? Is this, in this in case, the elk returns fire? I'm just, What's I'm a really bad, really bad shot, you know, and I don't want to be out there no, all no, day. I don't want to be people, out there all day trying well, people, to shoot. People say they need a 40-round clip for yeah. home protection. It's like, no, no, if, if it takes you 39 <laughs> shots to shoot the burglar, he deserves whatever he came to fucking steal. That's when you just go, hey, dude, I need target practice. The jewelry's in the safe. There's beer in the fridge. I'm going back to bed. Take whatever you'd like. I want see, but you have to blame Hollywood for that 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 need or that desire to feel to have a need to want to have such a massive clip for your gun, and I'll tell you why because the people that are saying you need target practice, the people that that are you need target practice, the people that are saying that now that are the same people that grew up watching like Rambo and Schwarzenegger as Commando and just unloading all kinds of clips throughout the whole film. you Can know, we give props to the greatest movies ever made, Rambo and Commando? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, And then you have, like, A-Team. They shot up everybody, but nobody died. Our got hit, obviously. You know, the car would just flip over. Oh, uh, the very last episode, that guy Frankie, he got hit. Did the he? very last episode. Remember, remember the two-hour 
uh, special AP. Oh, the finale um, or something like that. But yeah, in, in general, nobody in general Park, nobody got hit. I don't I don't know. I never saw that one. So, but the no, point but the point it, is it, the the point is is that we grew up. The point is is that we grew up in this culture where we were just like just unloading all the time on films and on TV, and that was just you know Miami Vice, and this it was always shootouts. So that's why you need that big clip. But anyway, I'm, I'm okay. not I'm not arguing about clip size and who should own what and whatnot. The the, the issue was is that some guy went and just did what he did my concern or my problem with what happened was is as i'm reading the article today because i like i said i've only heard about it today is that he i'm reading the story of why he said he did it when it says that after the police have apprehended him so this guy killed 11 people and injured another something like six or maybe even 20 or something like that i don't remember the numbers but killed 11 people and they took him into custody now how does this guy live after all that, and somebody on the street is getting gunned down by a cop because they said they don't feel safe and they don't even have a gun. So your question is, <laughs> the cops are not shooting the right people? Or what's going on here? I'm confused I mean, as to how you yeah, get I mean, shot with too, no gun. or so over here. I'm like, you only killed 11? How like, you just, kill 11 oh, really? people and get to go home. <laughs> Well, uh, you just make sure it was fuck the right out, eleven. I guess I don't know. Out of here. Anyway, um, your country's your no, your country's yeah. judicial system is having some problems, and its legal system is having some uh, its enforcement uh, system. Oh, you have no idea. We got people some, doing like thirty-five years for a bag of weed, and then this motherfucker will probably do six to eight months. Uh, no, you know, he's not and, coming uh, out. He's not. It's, ever yeah, no, it's, out. it's all fucked up. Oh, it's. Uh, you know, I guess white privilege. I well, you know. guys are sending pipe bombs too. They're trying to blow up, you know, the president, former president, um, uh, De Niro, CNN. What's up with that? Well, here's here's the deal. Why why are you sending pipe bombs to people you know don't open their own mail? <laughs> like, I don't even get my mail generally. Like, you know, like, you know, I mean, okay. Sometimes I do, but like, do you really think Barack? And Hillary and Bob De Niro are walking down to the mailbox in the afternoon and getting their shit. No. Even then, they're not even they're not even if they were, they're not opening their mail. They got a PA that opens all that stuff and exactly and deals and with you all know, that there's stuff. A million PAs available, so if you blow up a few of them, it's no big deal. <laughs> they don't um, ever see any of that stuff. None of the mail, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I mean, but I mean, what? And, and the thing is, like, and of course, it's. You watch the news over here, and they've turned this whole into a right versus left issue, which is what they do. We oh, they politicized it. How cute. Yeah. And then and, and, and they turn us against each other, and, and, and like, I'm like, dude, these, these some guy, maybe he threatened these people with pipe bomb, maybe try to blow them up, whatever, but then all of a sudden you got, like, the Trumpers, uh, like, oh, this is all libtard bullshit, you know, this is fake news, and I'm like, and it's like, what the fuck? And if I could, I wrote this down because I want to talk about this quick since we're talking about division in our country and everything i don't know if you've noticed maybe you can go to my facebook page and check it out um i cannot make a joke or a comment or a story anymore without people turning it into a fucking trump debate <laughs> it's I, like i well, i don't even know what the joke was i i'm on my phone so i can't look at it. i could fire up the laptop but that just takes too much work i have to pull push a button and everything but um I made a joke. I don't even know what it was. Like, 
But you just scroll down, like, on the 30th comment, and they're like, yeah, fucking Trump, libtard, peace. Like, I didn't even mention Trump or politics. I think it was a joke about, like, Santa Claus or something. I don't know. Mm. But you, these freaking nuts turn everything. Like, if, if you're, are you in front of the computer? Uh, I, I'm, uh, no, I'm not. Okay, well, anyway, it's, it's, it's there. And, and the funny thing is, dude, you can't say anything anymore without them turn. Like, I could post right now. I could post right now on social media. The Bears are playing the Jets. Go Bears. And some jackass in fucking Missouri with his 40-round clip and his fucking Make America Great head is going to go, oh, you just hate the Jets because Trump's got a private jet. You're a fucking libtard piece of shit. What kind of people like, do you the- have following you on your Facebook, man? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Sounds like you got dude, the wrong all- people around you, dude. Well, it's just, no, it's everybody. It's, it's just like, <laughs> and, and it's both sides, left and right. Like, people, like, start arguing about, like, Hillary and Trump. It's like, I made a joke about tube socks, and you motherfuckers are politicizing this shit. Mm. Oh, I don't know. That's not my experience. I don't use that. I don't use social media that much. Uh, only to I tro- I've been trolling Twitter a lot lately. Um, I don't know why. It's been kind of fun actually. Like first thing in the morning, I'll get up and have some coffee. I'll just get on Twitter and just start responding and making comments on like everything that's on there. It's brilliant. You know what's really fun to do, <laughs> and 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 the listeners will like this too. Here's what's really fun. Uh, for one, I, I do like social media because uh, I've lived in seven different states, been all over the country. It's enabled me to uh, get back in touch with people I lost touch with, mm. you know, like from high school where, you know, get caught up with people and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's a great networking tool and you can keep in touch with family without ever having to talk to them again, which is nice, you know, <laughs> um, especially for white people because we all hate our families. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's weird because, you know, my chick, she's like Mexican Indian, and like they like each other. It's fucking weird and creepy. Like they want to hang out with their family, and it's like, what the fuck? If you're white, you just try to like go to Thanksgiving, eat, try not to argue, get the fuck out of there, you know. Um, but the social networking. But I'll tell you what's really fun about social networking. It's really really awesome. Is if you get really 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 fucking drunk, and get on it, and just start like being an idiot. That's fun. But what's more fun so is that's the next day you, when you're looking at it and you're like, oh, shit. That's you where know? you're attracting <laughs> that crazy Trump comment kind of guy because you, uh, you've just been putting it out there and then he finally just comes around. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get it. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, one has nothing to do with the other. Like I said, if I if I post, uh, you know, go Cubs, why does somebody have to comment uh, I don't know, about Because that's Trump how the world is structured now. Everybody feels they have the right to comment on everything. So, um yeah, I was reading this article. <laughs> this guy in Texas, he uh, was on the internet and uh, he was looking for a girl that, that he could eat, murder and eat. And uh, he was on like the. Oh, I thought I thought you meant eating the good way, and I'm like, yeah, we all are. <laughs> you know, uh, he was some 21 year old bum named Arthur Barter, and uh, now he's like on the dark web. You know, he's like looking for, he was looking to buy a person or something like that. He was, he was. Can you do that? Uh, I thought that was outlawed. I thought Lincoln stopped that. <laughs> Back in the 1800s, you can't buy people anymore. No. Um, I know you can, I know you can order Russian chicks to marry you, but I didn't know you could actually buy people to eat and murder. Well, I don't know if it was specifically for the sole purpose of eat and murder, but that's what, well, that's what he wanted. But I don't know if that's how he was trying to pitch his, uh, his purchase request has. And you, you know, know what's funny? If instead of putting that in like the in the internet, 
if he had put it as a casting notice, he would have got like five thousand hot chicks in Hollywood responding. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll, your, I'll be your at least you know at least a couple like six or sevens. You know, I don't know about hot chicks, mm-hmm. but you know, he definitely would have got some some starter chicks, starter kit chicks. Oh. Yeah, like that, like that. Just got off the bus, hate their dad, yeah, want to yeah, be an yeah. actress. Yeah. As, as you well know, if you put anything in a casting breakdown, you could, I, I could, you know what? I might just do it as an experiment this week, so we can talk about it next week. Mm. I'll just put on there uh, now casting. Uh, must be willing to do nudity and and put a uh, a hot fire log up your butt and uh, <laughs> and choke yourself out. Um, <laughs> you know, no pay. Copy, credit, and meals provided. And, like, you're going to get, like, 5,000 chicks. Hey, this could be like, my oh, yeah. big break. <laughs> it's my big break. Where are you filming? Well, we're filming in the Burger King bathroom. Mm. Oh, okay. That's, uh, you know, where's the audition at? Um, that, too, is in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> so, but it's just, it's amazing the amount of, uh, of uh, things women will do. And when I was on the Tyra Banks show, we did a whole expose about this. Um, it's amazing that these... Girls want to make it so bad, they just that they will do anything. That people, you know, it's just it's, it's unreal. So, you know, I mean, you lived here, you've seen how how they work. Um, it's it's to me, it's crazy. Like they put themselves in harm's way, they put themselves in danger, all because they want to be an actress so bad. Men like, do well, that. You know men do the same thing. I just not at the oh, same no, yeah. level because obviously there's not as <laughs> there much are, opportunity for that. They to do. Happen. They're just also called homosexual. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, so. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, maybe that's my problem. Maybe, mm. maybe I need to start blowing people or something like that. And I could work a little more often here in Hollywood. No, nah, I think maybe you just change professions if it's gotten to that point, you know. Yeah, well, you know, obviously, uh, I'm thinking it probably pays the same as stand-up comedy here in L.A. Actually, probably pays better. Mm. And uh, because if anyone is familiar with the pay rate of stand-up comedians in Los Angeles, it can't get any lower. We're still on the same pay scale that we were in the seventies. What's the what's um, the way to come up then, like as a comedian? You have to like be on the road then and working. That's where we make our money, man. We we make yeah. our money on the road. We make our money selling our specials. Because um, I see a lot of know, people on like Facebook. A lot of the Facebook people that are that are that follow my page are comics. It's like you like like you have a couple that are friends, and then you like a couple of their friends, and then it just kind of put you in this algorithm where everybody they send you as a freaking comedian so i see the, a lot of these people they're like on the road all the time how do yeah. uh, how do you stay active like that because it's like an well, interview the thing question is, dude, <laughs> yeah no you, you just you either have to uh start hustling and selling comedy specials or you know if you get lucky enough to to book uh some commercials like i am uh that's because as you all know commercials pay stupid amounts of money for doing nothing, which is really unfair because you bust your ass writing material and you practice and you work out and you, and you, and you, it's, it's hard. It's hard Mm. to write an hour's worth of stand-up comedy. It takes a long time and it's hard and you work and you work and you work and you work and then you get hands and chump change. Oh, but then you book a Bud Light commercial and you you stand there and they yell action. You go, Hey, Bud Light, jackpot. And then all of a sudden the money just starts rolling in. Right. So you get lucky enough to, to do that. But, yeah, dude, it, it's funny because it doesn't matter who you are in Los Angeles. Um, the pay scale is exactly the same for all of us, whether it's me, Chris Rock, Earthquake, Eddie Murphy. Uh, 
you know, it doesn't matter. Well, if I don't you're think doing you're making ten the, minutes the same amount of money as Chris Rock. I mean, they're not paying you. At what they're the paying clubs, you. we get paid the same. Our checks are the same, dude. If right. you're doing ten minutes at the comedy store, hmm. you get paid the same as, uh, you know, if, if, if it's anybody. That that's the same with the improv and the yeah. laugh factory. Well, they don't usually do those little <laughs> venues like that, though. Those are more for. Non- no, they always, we always do. Do, do you, you, It's nothing for for Chris to pop in the comedy store. It's mm. nothing for, uh, you know, uh, anybody to pop. No, unless it's their own night where they're doing like a whole hour. Or yeah. something. that's a completely different. Well, that's probably like a like, workout room for them, though. That's more, you know, that's it just is. like that's just like but that's chilling for them. They're not the there pay for the is money. The same. You know, they're just there no. To, they're there to work shit out, yeah. and it doesn't. Like I said, they they send us a structure of money they will pay us hmm. for like you know seven to ten minutes 10 to 20 minutes that's 30 plus sets you know and the pay scale is what it is so why don't you go on the road and, more then can you hook that up it's like uh, a manager's job to get you some gigs well there, there's a statute of limitations in a lot of states um there's a uh, parole violations involved uh and probation requirements so uh, i'll be i'll be here <laughs> not that's not just a catchy ankle bracelet I'm wearing to the beach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually, I'm planning on, on some road stuff uh, early next year mm. and doing the fourth special next year. But uh, as of right now, all I really want to concentrate on is is that, that veterans benefit in December. So that's where I'm putting right. all my attention, really getting people to come to that because it's going to be a blast. Cool. Um, <clears throat> it always is. And speaking of pizza, we got the free deep dish pizza. Compliments of Masa of Echo Park, which is over by Dodger Stadium. Speaking of which, uh, the Dodgers are about to get their asses knocked out of the World Series. Yeah, you guys got um, games, what is it, five tonight? Game five today. Yeah. But what's funny is these fucking L.A. baseball fans, you know how I feel about the Cholo ones and everything, but these, these L.A. baseball fans are so spoiled. Like, they're in the playoffs all the time. They're, they're constantly putting out a good product, the Dodgers are. I mean, they're always there at the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? They're a competitive team. They're always in the playoffs or close to it. And so they didn't win the World Series or playoffs with Don Mattingly. So everybody's fired Don Mattingly. So they get Dave Roberts. Now everybody's like, fire Dave Roberts. I'm mm. like, if he comes back and wins this thing, you're going to be like, you should be manager of the year. They're so like, they call for the guy's head That's an anything, immediately. That's an I've never sports. seen it like that, you know, um, so much with, with another team. Like, even like this year, people are calling for Joe Madden's head in Chicago for the Cubs. I'm like, the guy took him to a World Series two years ago. If you're a Cubs fan, you can die a happy person, you know. But these Dodger fans, they're so free. Like, you're in, the, you're in the World Series again. Back-to-back years, you're in the World Series. Now, granted, it's nice to win. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you can't – as soon as they lose a the game in the World Series, they like, oh, fire Dave Roberts. Get rid of him. Get a new manager. I'm like, and then what? You get a new manager, and he, he loses next year. You mm. fire him. Mm. Sooner or later, the player's got to fucking man up and be like, hey, we need to score more runs than the other team. Yeah, it usually helps, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to make a bold prediction here on this Bears-Jets game. Whoever has the most points going to win. <laughs> well, if we're talking about this sorry Detroit Lions team, that's definitely not going to be them because uh, – Did I just see they're losing like 21-3 or some Seattle shit? Seattle just scored on them again. It's 28 to – well, it'll be 28 after uh, he kicks his extra point. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. They're showing about. right now. They're at the top of the Sears Tower on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's called the Willis Tower now. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if Gary Coleman bought the place. I have no idea. But uh, 
See, see, I'm glad somebody got my 1980s different strokes references. It was my chick. She's in the kitchen. Nobody listening probably got it. I got the reference. But, um, I just, I just well, thank that you. Shit you know, wasn't there's funny, two people. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Fucking, don't be mad because Dana Plato wouldn't bang you in Dana, the Burger King bathroom. Dana Plato was dead. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you smoke meth. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Chicago's. I mean, I just, I, it's just, it's, um, I'm not sure homesick is the right word because I'm not from there. I, uh, it's kind of an adopted city to me. I was born outside of there, but I love to go to Chicago. It's one of my favorite places to go. Mm. Uh, and then they showed it on TV, so I just kind of like giving a shout out to the Windy City because it's such a great freaking city. Like, it's mm. so fun. Um, well, here's, like, here's you know, some great- more dumb stuff from my town. I was reading about the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and they're um, discussing making. Um, online video games like a varsity sport where you can get a letter so you don't even have to leave home to get a letter Miss jacket now you can sit at home and play john madden and they're saying we're not ruling out esports as a potential i'm like are you kidding me right now okay Come okay on, well dude. there's two arguments on this there's two arguments on this. no there's the no bo- argument <laughs> shut up shut up these millennials this is the postification of america goes deeper and deeper by the day. It's just become a nation of fucking pansy-ass pussies. However, the ugly argument is for someone like me who couldn't make a varsity team in high school, uh, who got cut from, like, JV, Pop Warner shit, um, and, like, there's, there's hope. You know what I'm saying? There's like, man, I get that cool jacket. That, you know, that is that I'm gonna ridiculous. To, that I'm going to sell the Buffalo Exchange. Um <laughs> Anyway, like, I mean, that was the shit in high school. Like, if you had a letter jacket, you were the bomb. I know. I tried to I get a letterman's jacket, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't letter in any sport. I was You, could, you couldn't sport. even letter in track like Danny Zuko in Greece. No. <laughs> I didn't run track I, uh, after my, like, freshman year. I think I started, I tried to, I tried out for basketball team, and I got cut. And then I was like, How do you get cut? Maybe a black guy you cut from back. They had, I grew up where the Fresh Prince of, of, of Bel Air ended up. You know, like there was literally two black people on every squad. So, like, freshman team, junior varsity, and varsity team all had two black people. I swear to God, if I open my yearbook every year, it's the exact same thing. It was like a quota. So, you're saying there's only two other black people in your school and you still got cut from the basketball? No, I didn't say there were only two others in my school. <laughs> I'm saying there are only two allowed on the team. So, and, but even in my school, there was only, like in my class, there was only like four black guys if there was one two there was three of us high school four there were See, four, I grew four up of us in north carolina dude like you had to have like the one white guy just so the suburban parents wouldn't get pissed off mm. because we had super stud black guys up and down the fucking school yeah. and uh you know but you, you got that one token scrawny ass white boy let's put him on the basketball team just because <laughs> we don't want the uh, people that donate all the money to get pissed off mm. um but yeah, dude. Like, I see it's. I said my my high school is like just full of stud athletes, and uh, and I was not one of them. I wasn't even like. I was, I was the water boy, in tenth grade, uh, <laughs> and I wasn't even the water boy for varsity. I was the water boy for JV. But in my defense, uh, when I was in tenth grade, when I was fifteen years old, I was only like five foot three, mm. um, and I'll, I'll put some pictures up on the on the free pizza vodka podcast page of what i looked like when i was 15 <laughs> people are like so what is this second grade for you? i got big old fat cheeks nice and uh 
you know, but then I, I like I said, I was a late bloomer. So you weren't, you up, weren't designed to be playing sports at that age. Then no, your, your body. Wasn't, I was not wasn't designed. Ready. Mine to wasn't play either. Sports. I was a really scrawny kid. And then um, what happened was, is I had strong legs. I used to run track when I was in middle school, you know, and um, I grew. So my legs just stretched and, I, you know, I couldn't run as fast once I got to high school. So, um, yeah, and then I didn't. I started working out in um, high school and then finally put on a little bit of muscle. But, you know, I still wasn't playing any sports at that point. So, um, yeah, no, I was not not meant to. I ended up playing sports after high school. Like yeah. when I was in college. Yeah. Um, so I wish I, I, you know, I don't want to say like when I was in college because I like I was enrolled. Mm. I didn't really like, go a lot. You know, <laughs> I just, you know, you, you, you well, you really got to try hard to get a 1.5 at Arizona state because they basically hand out degrees to anybody. Um, <laughs> it's Arizona state, dude. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's basically DeVry with dorms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I couldn't hack it there. So basically that, uh, but you know what, dude, I had some fucking fun yeah. in Phoenix, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, I, I played some baseball in Tempe, uh, for like a, uh, a city league, which was a blast. And uh, that's when I finally grew up, though. I ended up being like 6'3", and like, you know, filled out. You know, you still and, couldn't uh, get that varsity letter, though. It was too late at that point, though, wasn't it? No. So, no, the only place yeah. I could get a varsity letter jacket would be at the Buffalo Exchange, the, the place <laughs> that, you know, you buy, sell, use clothing. Yeah, so um, that's, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, it's, it's not cool. I mean, I think it's cool now that you can actually get credit maybe for school for something like that but i don't know if i think it's completely preposterous so that that i mean and all all joking aside if they're gonna make fucking video games a goddamn lettering sport yeah i don't know about uh, that what the fuck i saw something why not i I saw something about them talking about making poker an olympic sport or some nonsense which is completely acceptable that's completely fine it's not a sport you're playing cards it's a game. It's an honest trade. Did you not see Tombstone with Doc Holliday? He said poker's an honest trade. Who cares what and he it is. said. Poker's, <laughs> poker's a skill. Poker's a skill. So is it, being able to skill. cut up sushi, you know, but that doesn't mean that it should be an Olympic sport. Maybe it should be. Maybe we should we should start our own Olympics. Everything's a sport now. The all-inclusive, all-inclusive Olympics. <laughs> sushi and poker Olympics to go with the pizza and vodka podcast. Oh now we're just talking God. out of our ass, which That's, is... Perfect, but I'm down with sushi and poker uh, (laughs) as an Olympic sport. Um, Yeah. Um, Poker, I I, I don't understand it's not a sport, but it's a skill. So I'll give it that. Yeah, lots of things. But then you got to look at what they have in the Olympics now, too. Isn't like beach volleyball a goddamn fucking Olympic sport now? Well, why wouldn't it be? It's a sport. Well, no. Beach volleyball is... where Where are the gold medals for Iceman and Goose? And Maverick. What are you talking about? It's a Top Gun reference. God damn it! I hate it when I waste my '80s trivia knowledge on you. Come on, man! Don't, don't. No, I don't watch. I've never seen Top Gun. That wasn't my stuff. You know, just for that, just for that, I'm gonna go fire up my Xbox (laughs) and get ready for the Olympics. That wasn't. I'm gonna let her. Real film. Yeah, no, Um, that would be kind of cool, but I think it's kind of weak. I mean, you you need to get your up off your ass, and if you can't play sports, then let her. And we had like a bowling team league or something. Touchdown, Chicago! Yeah, bowling could be an Olympic sport. I think we had a card league at our school too. Like you know, you had those after-school extracurricular club type things. You should have been able to give them a letter for that. (laughs) Yeah, it's called detention. (laughs) If you compete against other teams and everybody everybody's high school gets like a poker team or something like that, then they can 
Then you I'm can, down with that. Then you can letter in that. Letter in chess. I'm sure there was like chess club or something, but no lettering in Xbox. Well, chess is hard, dude. You know, this chess is, is hard. Stupid, you know? Like I, I've seen Shawshank Redemption a million times. I still don't figure out how to play fucking chess. <laughs> I, uh, no checkers. You want to party? Well, I'll I, play I, some checkers. I can see them, and I and I'm thinking about as I'm looking at this article. I'm gonna letter in checkers, dude. Fucking. <laughs> as I'm looking at this article, I know that there's a lot of like people that probably wanted a letterman jacket and couldn't get it you know where i grew up just because they weren't athletic i had a lot of brains and all that you know in my class but video games come on let's give me a break no it's just stupid it's just stupid and and it doesn't matter if you letter in your video games and you got the jacket or not chicks don't fuck the jacket they don't fuck brains chicks in high school are stupid and they like jocks and popular guys that's just the way it is it's always the way it's gonna be well that's, so that's, if you're the, not jacket. Athlete, that's the jacket so well they, if they you're not an athlete, you have to do what i did i just i was i was like the the key club guy and the you know the the president of the key club so like i would like plan all the parties and stuff like that so that's how <laughs> was that, able for me is, to that what, is that what key club was <laughs> it wasn't supposed i've to heard be, but key club my whole life as a kid and i never knew what the hell key club was or what they did i just was like what it's supposed I'm to be like i'm not in key club a, so who cares what key was going on key club. no what what it was in my <laughs> high school it was supposed to be a service group like a fraternity type thing right but it basically was just an excuse to like have fake uh charity events where we'd raise money like we're supposed to be raising money for like kids in the hospital, and we'd take the money and buy kegs of beer and have these biggest camping trips and bang chicks. Boo. It was rad. And now that it's over 20 year, 25 years ago, I can say that because the statute of limitations is now gone. I'm really sorry to the March of Dimes or whatever charity we were defrauding. Um, but, hey, I mean, we had a lot of fun doing it. That is disgusting. Shout out to uh, Cane Creek Campground <laughs> in North Carolina. That's terrible. We used to do a lot of terrible stuff in high school anyway. So I, 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 isn't, it, isn't it weird how you look back on like all the, the terrible shit you did growing up in high school in your 20s and everything? And you're like, oh, I, like, like part of me is like, oh, yeah, like karma's going to catch up with me at one point. You know, like I feel guilty about a lot of shit. Mm. And then when you think about all the shit you did that you didn't get caught on, like you should be in prison. Like <laughs> I should be in fucking prison right now. But. It's just you know I got lucky and we had and the thing is if you get caught it's it's bad yeah but if you don't it's just good memories you mm. know it's like if if you're doing seven to ten years for something you did you were a piece of shit criminal but if you didn't get caught you're like hey remember that time you mm. stole that car and you know it's <laughs> just a good story have you ever stolen a car before of course seriously I, I actually well. Okay. Uh, why do all these stories have to deal with cocaine? Anyway, um, I was living in Aspen, Colorado. And uh, anyway, I'm DJing and bartending all this shit in Aspen, Colorado. Well, I had like a, a gram of Coke on me at the end of the night. And my buddy calls, T-Bone. And I'm not going to mention his real name because uh, I don't want to, you know, anybody convicted of anything. So anyway, he calls. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. You know, I got like a gram of Coke. He's like, well, I got an eight ball. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's go to Vegas. And he's like, we don't have a car. And at that very moment, I remembered that my roommate, who had like this weird rare lung disease, was in the hospital in intensive care. 
So I figured he's not going to be needing his car anytime soon. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we, <laughs> yeah, so we borrow his car. Uh, and, uh, anyway, well, the guys hooked up the life support, and we borrowed his. Is he dead now? Um, anyway, he didn't die that night. He died a couple years after I left. Anyway, um, we borrowed, stole whatever you want to say, his car, and we are going to Vegas, right? Well, we're about an hour and a half into the trip, and I'm sure you've seen the movie Dumb and Dumber. We went. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Vegas is. I yeah, well, Vegas is, is west before. of Aspen. Right. We went east for like an hour and a half. Um, and then we realized, oh, fuck, we just went an hour and a half in the wrong direction. You fucking idiot. So anyway, now we're like, fuck Vegas. Let's just go to Denver. So we're going to go party in Denver. We pull into Denver like six in the morning and uh, we go to Shotgun Willie's, which is a popular strip club in Denver. And it's weird. It wasn't open. Who, who would have figured that Shotgun Willie's would not be open at 6 a.m. on a Wednesday? So fuck it. So here's where it gets really good. So we go we get a hotel room at the La Quinta Inn. And, uh, you know, nice place because I'm classy like that. And, <laughs> nope. you know, I, I don't know if you've, I mean, I don't know. I, I know you're not a big cocaine guy. I used to I'm be. not even a small cocaine guy. <laughs> okay, well, so anyway, if you're just doing blow with other dudes, um, sooner or later, like, you need to have some pussy. You need to get some women involved in this shit because you're up all night. You're horned up. You got a fucking raging hard on you can't sleep because you're coked up anyway um so we decide we're gonna order a, a couple of hookers right so this is back in the 90s when before tinder and swipe and all this bullshit you had to work for your whores you had to like <laughs> order them out of the yellow pages don't be a hater pages. because the younger generation can get pussy at the swipe of a finger hey dude I, I, I'm, shout I'm, out to, to the younger minute. generation you no, guys got you. it oh, easier jonas is hating your pussy get motherfucker these days <laughs> back in my day we had to pay for our whores and so anyway shut up grandpa um, we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly so we order them out of the yellow pages for those of you who don't know what the yellow pages are here we go with these they're like the old tablets like the ten commandments they used to bring them to your house the old People it's, stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a manual iPad. Is what it is. So um, we go to her hooker, and she's like, yeah, it's going to be like 300 bucks for the two of you. We're like, cool. Cash only. Well, I tell Timmy, <clears throat> oh, shit, I said his name, T-Bone. I say, hey, man, uh, get some money off your credit card. He's like, it's max. I don't have any more money. I'm like, we have no cash. We're, we've just paid for the room. We have nothing. We have cocaine and vodka and nothing. And we have a hooker on the way, and I'm not going to cancel the hooker. So he's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, let me make a phone call. I call my other brother named uh, Tim in Phoenix, who now lives in New Zealand, and he's probably going to be listening to this because I just saw him. He just came out uh, a few months ago and visited. We all went to the Rainbow. But anyway, um, I call him and wake him up out of bed. I'm like, Tim, what's up, man? He's like, what do you want? You just woke me up. What's going on? Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm like, I need $300. He's like, what? Are you in trouble? I'm like, no, I just got a hooker. I don't have any cash. She's on her way. And he's like, at a boy, fucking go to the Western Union. So fucking, I go to the Western Union across the street. He wires me three hundred in cash. The hooker comes over. We party. We have a great time, and then we drove back to Aspen, and we pull into my house. Now keep in mind, my roommate's still in intensive care, but now his sister's there visiting. She's like, "Where the fuck was the truck?" She called it in stolen, dude. She thought it was stolen, which it kind of was, and. I'm like, oh, well, we were doing some work for Pete, you know, this guy that me and my roommate worked for, and we had uh, we just ended up spending the night over at Pete's house, and that's where the truck was. She's like, 
the piece of like, yeah, dude. So that's, that was the only time I've stolen a car that I'm willing to talk about <laughs> for an audience. Other times I'm not going to talk about, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Interesting story though. Um, the, because uh, I didn't know they were stolen. The, the, I didn't know the cars were stolen. I think the I whole, just figured. I, I think the whole interesting part was the, the the guy actually getting out of bed to wire you three big ones. That's a friend. That a is a good friend right there. Like if you, that's 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 loyalty. That's trust. That's a that's a friend till you die right there. Like if you called me at six in the morning and said you needed money, and you said it was for hookers, I'd immediately mail it to you, or Western Union too. If you said it was for like. Um, like charity or something, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going back to bed. You're hanging up on me at 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. on that one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, something I wanted to talk about from last week. I don't remember what it was anymore. I don't even know if I had the notes on it. But um, what is that noise in the background? That would be the uh, the squaw running her mouth. Mm. Uh, your boyfriend just got here. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, oh here we go. I do have some quick notes from last week. We're almost out of time though, so we got about fifteen minutes left. Um, football, man. We might as well talk some football. So we haven't talked any football. That's right. Jacksonville, um, I gave up on them as of last week. Screw them. The Colts absolutely annihilated Buffalo and the Saints, man. Which isn't hard to do. Yeah, I know. Did you watch the Saints game at all? I don't know if you saw that. Um, First possession of the game was like 20 freaking minutes long or something. They do a fake punt in their own end of the field, (laughs) and they actually get it. I love tendency breakers like that, and we're seeing a lot more of that kind of stuff in games now, which is kind of cool. So I think it makes it a little bit more exciting to watch when people are going for it on, like, fourth down. And Well, I we've talked about this before, dude. It's it's entertainment. Yeah. I watch football because it's entertainment. I want to see more fake punts. I want to see more going for it on fourth down. I want to see more trick plays. I want to see all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're – I'm not – I mean, I am there to watch, like, you know, the strategy and the, the play and the, 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 you know, I'm like, no, but, but you know, I want to see, like, a flea flicker. I want to see the old Statue of Liberty play. I yeah, that's a, a little punch. spice want... to the same old, same old sport plays that we see all the time, so. It's... Yeah, it's, it's like when you're watching baseball and somebody steals home, you're like, that's rad, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> I would, I tell you what, if I was watching the Bears game and they had a cool-ass fake punt, and they scored a touchdown, and they still lost the game. I would still rather see that than maybe a boring win, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that, but I'm lying. But <laughs> speaking uh, of the Bears, you're Trubisky, he, man. Last week I was watching that game. He's a runner. He likes to run the ball a little bit. Well, it's but, not always good for because to me he's a Jake Cutler part two until he proves me wrong. God, the turnovers and though last week. That, dude, I'm telling you. This this kid um, <laughs> reminds me too much of Cutler because he'll make some awesome 53-yard laser throw and then miss three open receivers in a row and then throw a pick. The only difference that I – and I, I ran it on him like a motherfucker last uh, week on social media. I don't know if you saw it all, but I was going completely batshit. Mm. Um, you know, the, the vodka was talking, I guess. Um, back to my get on social media when you're drunk. It's a lot of fun. Um, but I will say this. Jay Cutler was not likable. Jay Cutler was a, an aloof, don't give a fuck, piece of shit. Didn't care about the fans. But Trubisky honestly seems to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So you, you root for the guy. But at the same time, it's like, dude, they're paying you a lot of money. This rookie, second-year bullshit. The guy's wide open. 
make the fucking throw. Make the play. You make know? the play. That's all you exactly. got to do is make the play. Uh, speaking of making a play, Cam Newton, dude. Oh, my God. Last week, down 17-0, which was like the largest deficit or something in like, franchise I history. I turned that game off. <laughs> and then, like, I fucking I like, wake up Monday morning. What? And I'm checking all my gambling results. And I'm what? like, what? What the fuck? I'm like, boom, like, dude. It can't be real. Greg Olson in the end zone, touchdown, four point lead. Yeah, you with know, a he, minute left. You know where he used to play for? <laughs> you know, he used to play for the Bears. Let's not hang on to him. Well, that happens. That think. happens because, like, Kyle Van Oy, I was watching last week's game against Chicago, and I'm just like, he's all in Trubisky's face, you know, and he's another perfect example of this prime player that came to Detroit. And there was all this hype around him, and they got rid of him because he just couldn't – he didn't perform there. He leaves, and he excels. So same with, like, Eric Ebron. I play John Madden, and Eric Ebron is, like, my go-to receiver. Did you let her in it, though? <laughs> <laughs> he's my go-to receiver because he's legit. You know, he's this massive tight end. But, you know, Detroit in got real life, they, they got rid of him. So now he's going to go somewhere and do really well. Anyway, so, um, yeah, Cam Newton, man, they just came, smashed the Eagles. Um, I, something I, while I was watching all these games, because a lot of them were down to the you know the kick at the end, and you know it was all about the kicker. And we were talking about this, I think, on one of the last shows, maybe a couple weeks ago, about um, the kicker and not getting hit and this, that, and the other, because you know he's a small guy. Well, yeah, field. we talked about like the fact that like you got one fucking job, make right, the right. fucking field goal. Right, right. If, so if, here's the thing: the only time you get an excuse is if the hold's bad, snaps bad, any of that. But if everything lines up hmm. and you can't come in and and make the fucking kick, I'm not talking about the 68 yard crazy attempt. I'm right. talking about the fucking what chip, your page should do. Shots. Shots. Fucking, you know, it's it's ridiculous. So and, what I uh, what I was what I was thinking though, but not, I'm not really talking about the kickers themselves. What I was thinking while I was watching was the, I think they should change the rules. And make it so that the kicker is actually somebody that can get hit. Because I don't understand this roughing the kicker by somebody just rolling in or, you know, you know, just maybe getting a little too far with their block and then bumping into this guy. You can hit the quarterback. Why is this kicker so unless untouchable? Unless his name's Tom Brady, yeah, then well, you can't touch him. Well, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's the one. Well, but, I think it's because they're frail little bitches that, that – our soccer players, by nature, they just have oh, a strong would, leg. It would spice up the game so, so much if we could hit those guys. I think it would be so much more fun to watch if they knew they had to get that kickoff or, or grab it and throw it so that they can avoid I'm getting smashed. It. I think they should be eligible it, targets on the field. However, here, too, I think it would be cool that we could hit the kicker. However, the kicker can also have a gun. That'd be rad as fuck. Like what? I mean, but not a semi-auto forty-round clip, like a six-cylinder, you know, forty-four or you know, thirty-eight, something like that. Because then he's got a way to defend himself. Because I told you they're frail little people. They can't, they can't defend themselves. These kickers. Oh boy. They can kick the ball far, but there's no, there's no uh, uh, skills. Computer hacking skills. Did you see the? All right, so we're moving on to the Cleveland game. Did you see the Cleveland game at all last week? Like the most, the major comeback, and they tie it up in Tampa Bay with like three minutes left. Take the ball downfield, field goal, win with like three seconds left or something in overtime, and then they uh, get like a sixty-yard. Tampa wins with like a sixty-yard kick or something. It's like the kicker's longest kick in his career. 
Cleveland well, loses as we again, about before, second Cleveland, overtime uh, loss. Uh, they're uh, they're starting to say that uh, there's some infighting going on amongst the uh, offensive coordinator and the head coach in Cleveland right now. They're like they're saying it's it's getting pretty bad. Hmm. Like they're not on the same page. I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks on HBO, no. um, but you could see it already in training camp. Hard and Knocks, <clears throat> great show. Hmm. Um, but uh, I think Cleveland's a franchise going in the right direction. But I think like you're saying, like there's a couple games they should have. They should have. They just the problem with young franchises, and they're not really a young franchise, with a young team, is you have to learn how to win games in the fourth quarter, which has been the Bears' problem this year. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you kick ass for 55 minutes and then decide the last five you're not going to play to win. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I think that's just with Cleveland, and they're actually hanging in there with Pittsburgh right now, the uh, White Trash Bowl. I just saw the, <laughs> the sports ticker. That's what they call it, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland's White Trash Bowl. Uh. Um Detroit just got scored and, on again, man. They're getting molly whopped by Seattle, twenty-eight to seven in the fourth quarter. Detroit ain't shit, which is great because I picked Detroit to win today. Me Thanks, too. appreciate it, Dick. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And, uh, did I see that correctly? Uh, Thanksgiving, hmm. Bears, Lions. Yeah, it's always. Uh, I thought we were playing you guys on well, Thanksgiving. Detroit always like, plays on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we always play Thanksgiving. But, but um, the Bears I, don't. But I thought I think it's Bears Lions at nine thirty in the morning on Thanksgiving. Huh, sweet. So we might have to do a special Thanksgiving podcast. I'll yeah. be down in San Diego. Will you? So cool. Then we'll do it live. Yeah, man. that'll that'll be the live, live show from the beach. Because um, yeah, we'll be, live. I'll be on the beach. My brother will be in town. Yeah, um, I'll do it live. I put it up on. I'll be on working. Facebook. Bloody Marys at uh, at the Sandbar uh, <laughs> at Mission Beach. Uh, which has great fish tacos. We're get them to sponsor us. I'm like just shamelessly promoting every restaurant I've ever eaten at today. Yeah, you're gonna oh. have to start sending me a list of all these because I the, that's what ends up taking <laughs> yeah. so long to edit because I end up having to look all this shit up so that I can tag <laughs> yeah, them in and, the uh, videos. I mentioned Burger King, McDonald's. <laughs> uh, we talked about White Castle when I was in Vegas. Uh, Shakey's Pizza. If you're listening, we're not asking for a lot. We're not asking for like this big sponsorship deal with uniforms and. I mean, for Christ's sake, they, they, they sponsor Little League teams. That's got to be expensive. All we're asking for is a couple slices and a shot of vodka every Sunday. That's all we want. That's we're not even asking Kettle Warner Grey Goose to sponsor us. We're down with the uh, the plastic bottle of cork-off, whatever it's called, <laughs> the Rite Aid, you know, the, the one with the handle on it, the bottom shelf, that's $7 for a 1.75. I have no idea what That could be our new vodka sponsor. No, because, you no, know what, I like being hungover for four or five days. No, that's horrible. Shame on you for even suggesting such nonsensory... It's not acceptable. Yeah, we're gonna go with the, with the. We need a, a high high grade of vodka. We need like some, some goose. Yeah, no, I'm gonna call it great goose. No, I don't want to deal with those French people. They're a bit snotty. So um, maybe oh, Stoli. Right. You live in England, so you hate the French. We can get Stoli to 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 sponsor it. I'll see if I can get them to do it. Well, you know what? We should see if we once can get, we get a, a once the we vanilla get a, vodka to sponsor us because then me and my chick could could fight to the death because. Everybody's got their one booze they can't have. Mm. We found out hers is vanilla vodka. And she's not much of a drinker, but she got all twisted up on vanilla vodka and root beer. Which, by the way, if you're listening and you have a chance to try Stoli vanilla and root beer, do it. It is the most delicious thing you've ever tasted in your life. It's like having a, an ice cream float. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she, like, and mine is Southern Comfort. I can't drink Southern Comfort. I really like it, but I get violent and mean. 
So we've all often said that like one day we're just going to like get some solely vanilla and some Southern comfort. Like it's just going to be go time. And then, mm. you know, last man standing gets the dog. Mm. So that's how we're going to do it. Wow. But yeah, Stoli's good. I like Stoli. Cool. We'll look into that once we get a thousand followers on the, uh, on the show, uh, San Francisco 49ers and Raiders on Thursday night football. Cool. How exciting. Can't wait to see that. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> speaking of a thousand, there's gonna be about a thousand stabbing to that game. A suck bowl. Um, Drew Brees, man, at it again. He got his 500th career touchdown pass last week. Shout out to Drew Brees. Congratulations to him. A well, the thing about applause. Drew Brees is, I don't know anybody that's not rooting for him. Like, it's easy to hate Tom Brady because he's got five rings and a model wife and all that shit. But like, Drew Brees, he's the quintessential underdog story. And so you keep rooting for the guy because San Diego kicked him to the curb, said, oh, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. He goes to New Orleans, single-handedly turns around a franchise and brings a Super Bowl to New Orleans, which no one ever thought was possible. And now he's just blowing apart record books. Yeah, he's at that point because he's been around for so long. He's just bound to start breaking records, you know. It's like what will happen with Matthew Stafford. If he plays football for another – I don't know how how old he is. I'd have to look it up real quick. But if he plays football – Matt Stafford's probably what, like 30, 30 some years old, maybe? He's 137 years old. You know how like, you know he always fought Rocky Marciano? 137 <laughs> years old. So I think he'll still be playing football for a bit, you know, and he'll just start because he's, he's got all these records, you know, at least in Detroit anyway. I don't know if, you know, as far as the NFL records are concerned, but as long as you keep playing, longevity will hook you up. But you obviously have to be good too. You can't just be. Yeah, it's not like you can just keep you know, keep keep at it just to keep at it. Yeah, be a mediocre. You know, you actually have to like produce shit. Yeah. To stay and play at that high level, and yeah. the fact that like even like Tom Brady, dude, you got to give credit credit. The guy's forty-one fucking years old, mm. and he's still playing at an elite level. And I'm forty-three, dude. And like, if I'm on stage for an hour, I gotta take a couple days and rest the hips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I gotta fucking chill out. Maybe do a cold plunge, a hot tub, a steam room. Um, so yeah. And then the part of it though, is like, I think if you just keep playing, uh, you, you, once you stop, that's when your body starts hurting. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you get, these guys are in construction business. They work construction for 30 fucking years. Uh, and then they stop and they start to hurt because they're not moving anymore. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think that might be what's happened. To, what might have happened to Detroit Lions this week? So at least my Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, and his yeah. Their entire are, franchise is hurt. Is so <laughs> Detroit, Detroit's just fucking broken. They they stopped playing in the '80s when mm. Perry Sanders hung it up. So they're sore. Yeah, they did a tribute to Herman Moore at halftime. I was hoping that they'd show it, and they didn't show it. You know, I think they. Uh, because uh, they're playing at home right now, and um, I like Herman Moore. You know, he was he was a really good thing for the team. I actually knew him personally. Um, Come in. He uh, he used to, was a member at uh, this gym that I used to work at, and oh. Uh, he would come up to the club and work out, but he would usually just be coming up there just to hang out, you know, and relax. And because uh, it's off season, they're not they're not training too much, but they uh, still want to work out. While I was uh, coming home from getting uh, some work done on my car stereo because the place was right next to the gym. So I'm walking back to the gym and uh, he pulls up in this uh, in his car and uh, what was he like a Jeep or something like that? He drove a Jeep Cherokee. This is a boring ass story, I know. So um, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just woke up. So I pick up my car and um, and I'm driving home and he pulls up next to me in his Jeep, you know, in this Cherokee and he starts revving his engine. So we're racing. Right. So we're for, <laughs> for, for pink slips, for your Thunder Road. <laughs> so we're racing, right? And I'm in a Mazda, a, a Mazda MX-6 at the time. It was a pretty fast little car. So Please tell me it was a Miata. No, it was an MX-6, dude. Not the little girl car. It was a bigger car. Anyway, backseat. So we're racing. We're racing. He's in his Jeep. And um, it's a uh, university drive out of Michigan. It's right by the Silver Dome, and it's, there's a college right there, university, obviously. And um, so there's not a lot, but there wasn't a lot of traffic. So at any rate, long story less long, I'm racing them, and then I see this lady pull out right in front of them at the side street. We're doing about 80, right? So Please tell me he pulls her over. I Had I not stopped, he would have definitely smashed this woman's car into bits, and she would have been dead. Herman Moore would have never been on the football field ever again. So I slammed on well, the Well, was brakes. she in the crosswalk or not? No, she was driving a car. She pulled out into the road, like in front of oh, us. Oh, oh. We're going down a straightaway. So, yeah, well, the, the road's really long. It's this really long road that's just a straightaway. So we're just flooring it, you know? And, she, and let me guess. Let me guess. There's nobody behind you, but she just had to get out then. Exactly. So she pulls out right in front of him. So I slam on my brakes, and he zips over, and he's, he's gone and whatever. So I was going home for lunch because I lived right down the road. So... Um, I get back to work later, and then um, he comes up, and he's in a Ferrari this time. <laughs> so I said, you had to go get a real oh, car. <laughs> contract here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Herman Moore was good people, man. He was always really cool. I was glad that they were honoring him today um, at, the, at the football game at Ford Field. And um, I, don't, I didn't get to see the ceremony, like I said, but whatever. I'm sure he's uh, he, uh, was very happy. Well, I'm going to go. As we talked about last week, I'm going to go to Detroit. I mean, I, I think you should give me some props because I made it the entire hour without bagging on Detroit one time You're today. trying to right um, now. So we're going to end the show, and we'll see you guys <laughs> next week on the Free Pizza and Vodka Podcast. And the show's over, and go check out jonasgarvin.com and follow us on Facebook on that page, and then uh, Spotify and uh, Podbean and iTunes and at on Instagram. Just follow us. What's up? We'll see you next week. Peace. Later.